It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the other side of midnight. I'm Frank Morano, still with that frog in my throat, waiting for a princess to come and turn him into some sort of a prince. So far, no such luck. Well, I have been very, very lucky to be airing on two of the greatest gambling cities in the world, Atlantic City, New Jersey, and Las Vegas, Nevada. We're on two great stations there, Talk Radio 1400 WOND in Atlantic City and KDON in Las Vegas. And it just so happens that this Sunday is the granddaddy of them all. Not only the biggest sporting event of the entire year, not only the most watched television event of the entire year, but it is the biggest gambling day of the entire calendar. Every other big gambling day pales in comparison to what's coming up on Sunday. The big game, Super Bowl Sunday. Here we are. This is the one day where even if you never watch football, this is the one game that you'll watch. And it looks like it's going to be a pretty exciting game. So when it comes to analysis from a sports perspective and from a betting perspective, who do you turn to? Well, a gentleman that I have been reading for years, literally decades, quite honestly, is also a fixture on our Atlantic City station, Dave Weinberg. He is a veteran sports writer and columnist and now a terrific blogger with Dave Weinberg's Extra Points. Dave, it's great to talk to you. Thank you for joining me on the radio. I'm so used to listening to you with my buddy AC Mike and with Scott Cronick. It's great to have you. Oh, thanks for having me, Frank. I appreciate it. For folks that are unfamiliar with you, Dave, give folks the kind of the Reader's Digest version of your history professionally as a sports journalist and what you're doing now. Oh, sure. Yeah, I was a sports writer for the, the Press of Atlantic City for 35 years, uh, primarily covering the Eagles, boxing, uh, a little bit of everything, really. I was a columnist for them as well. And then uh, after I left there, I, I became a, a columnist for uh, 97.3 ESPN.com, uh, a couple other local outlets, and I've been a guest on uh, a regular guest on WOND with, like you mentioned, with AC Mike and with uh, Scott Chronic and uh, a couple other guys as well. So, yeah, keep, keep them pretty busy. Well, you're doing great, and people should check out uh, Dave Weinberg's Extra Point. Um, it's a terrific blog and a lot of great insight on there. Um, now, before we get into the game, and I'm curious to get your take on how you th- see things going, tell me about how legalized sports gambling has changed Atlantic City specifically. Years ago, the only place you could place a legal bet was in Las Vegas. For the last five or six years, that's not the case. What kind of a game changer has that been to AC? Oh, it's been a game changer um, big time. Um, you know, before Atlantic City uh, got sports betting, it was, you know, like you mentioned, you had to go to Vegas or your local book, yeah, I guess, to kind of make some wages. But now every... Every uh, casino in in town has a sports book, uh, plus you have the online betting uh, sites as well. It's been uh, and it's just been a huge boost to the city. I mean, it was in need of a jolt, and uh, sports betting definitely provided that for them. What about how much has legalized sports betting driven interest in the NFL? It seems like every week there's a different article about how incredible the TV ratings are for NFL. Do you think part of that is people who have money on the game and are not necessarily fans of any of the teams? Oh, absolutely. No question about it. I mean, that's been, the, uh, that's been a huge factor behind the NFL's growth and popularity. 
Um, like you mentioned, you know, not everybody's a, a fan of a particular team, but everybody wants to bet. I mean, just turn on, a, you know, any pregame show and you have like the, the sports, the, you know, the point spread and the money line. And, and uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl, especially, you have all those different prop bets and stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a huge factor in the NFL's growth. So from what I've seen, the handicappers have the 49ers slightly favored on Sunday. Uh, The line that I saw last was uh, they were favored by two and a half points over the Chiefs. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's been jumping around uh, basically between a point and a half and two and a half points for the last couple of weeks. It it looks like it's going to be a pretty... Close game based on that. I mean, uh, yeah, like you said, the Niners are slightly favored, but uh, I, I think it's really going to come down to, to the end of the game. So uh, I've always said that the smartest people on earth, the people that should be in charge of uh, crafting the federal budget, making defense policy, <laughs> everything else, um, are the people that uh, that make the lines because it's amazing to me how accurate they are so often. As far as what you're seeing, are both of these teams pretty much evenly matched? Do you think that's a fair line, a point and a half to two and a half points. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine earlier today, and they were mentioning that uh, it seems like the general public uh, is favoring Kansas City, but the uh, the so-called um, experts, the, the the wise guys, the, the sharp money is going to on San Francisco. Um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a really close game, I think. They're, uh, the line is just about right. I think both teams are very evenly matched. Um, Kansas City has the edge in terms of experience uh, in the in Super Bowl, but um, 49ers have been probably the class of the NFL for, for uh, all of the year, if not most of it. And uh, uh, I think they're going to be right there with them as well. If you were to bet, given the slight favoring of the 49ers by, let's say, two and a half points over the Chiefs, who would you be betting on? You betting the Chiefs? You betting the Niners? If? Oh, there's no if. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to compromise your professional objectivity, oh, Dave. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the 49ers. I, I just think they're. Um, I just think they're a better team. I know they've had some. They struggled in the playoffs. They get by some teams. They fell behind big to, to Detroit, but found a way to come back. And but uh, I don't think that'll be the case. I think that the, the extra week is really going to benefit them. And I, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be hosting that Lombardi Trophy at the end. By the way, one of the discussions we've been having, and if people are just tuning in, we're talking with Dave Weinberg of uh, Dave Weinberg's Extra Points. One of the discussions we've been having is the debate over lost productivity on the day after the Super Bowl, the so-called Super Bowl flu, where you have literally millions of Americans calling in sick or taking a scheduled (laughs) day off on Monday, or people just going to work and being totally unproductive. There's a serious movement to have the day after the Super Bowl be a national holiday. What would be your take on that, Dave? Um, yeah, I, I assume productivity is pretty, is pretty, is pretty down, especially in the, in the city where the, the home team resides. I covered, I happened to cover two Super Bowls when I was, uh, you know, uh, writing stories about the Eagles. And, uh, I remember after they won, uh, in 2017 season, 2018, um, you off, you just pretty much came to a standstill for a whole week, really, uh, until after <laughs> the parade. And, uh, it's, um, 
I, I don't know that you can maybe make it a federal holiday. That seems like that's a little much, but um, I can understand where maybe companies might want to opt to give their, their employees that day off, though. Yeah, I mean, my view was um, just move it to the day before President's Day. President's Day is already a, a, a national holiday or federal holiday. Uh, make it uh, the Super Bowl the day before President's Day. Either that or just do it on a Saturday. I, I realize that's, uh, you know, that's sacrilege to some people, but so be it. Hey, uh, Dave, what is the over-under on Sunday's game? I believe it's around 47, 47 and a half. Um, uh, I said that's uh, most places I've been to. That's what I've seen the line at. Um, I think I'm, I'm kind of thinking I'm kind of leaning towards the under there. I just think that both defenses are pretty good. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm looking for like a 24-21 game, something like that, I think. And, uh, you know, I saw abroad people were making all sorts of crazy bets on uh, whether or not Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey are going to get engaged, whether or not she's going to, uh, uh, you know, announce that she's pregnant, whether this, whether that. What are what are some of the unusual bets that you're hearing about people making, uh, Dave? Well, uh, you got the usual being the length of the national anthem with Reba McIntyre singing. I think it'll probably go under whatever their whatever the number is, only because it's just I know I'm no expert by any means, but it seems like country music stars kind of tend to play like close to the vest. There's no you know uh, long riffs or their own interpretations of the song. They're pretty much they stick to the to the basics. So I think she'll get through it pretty quickly. Um, and then you have the usual stuff, you know, color Gatorade that'll get poured on the winning coach. <laughs> And uh, and stuff like that. So, and uh, I've even some some uh, bets about whether Taylor Smith will ever make it to the game because uh, she's I think she's performing in Tokyo I think the night before and uh, has to take a private jet. You know what time she's going to get there, that kind of stuff. In addition to the usual craziness, now yeah, like you said, yeah, the Taylor Swift uh, factor. Uh, coming to it. One of the things that some people are complaining about, including a lot of football people, Al Michaels and Tony Dungy among them, is that uh, Taylor Swift is getting a little too much attention this football season and she's become something of a distraction from the actual game. How do you feel about that, Dave? Do you agree? Not at all. No, I disagree totally. I mean, I I just I don't I don't read a whole lot into it. I mean, I think it's kind of uh kind of neat that uh, I, she hasn't asked for this at all. I mean, everybody seems to be wanting to come down on her for, for uh, you know, being on TV all the time and showing her in the press box. She doesn't ask to be doing that. She just happens to be dating, you know, uh, Travis Kelsey. And I guess the attention comes with that. I don't know because she's such a big star, but I, I have no problem with it at all. I don't think it detracts from the game you in, know, in any way. I, I agree with you. And, you know, I've read, I read an article recently where you have these uh, middle-aged dads that are now sharing an interest in uh, football games and the Kansas City Chiefs with their 14-year-old daughters for the first time who are now following mm-hmm. what's going on. And I, I think that's kind of a nice thing, which uh, maybe a lot of dads and daughters haven't gotten to experience before. Hey, um, you know, so so you're betting the 49ers, you're betting the under. If people are looking for an unusual prop bet to make during the game, putting aside maybe the color of Gatorade or anything Taylor Swift related, is there anything that you'd recommend is a good bet for someone, someone that's glued to their uh, smartphone app right now, poised to make a bet? Anything you can recommend? Oh, boy, that's going to be tough. Um, I've got – I have, like – a ten uh, different leg parlay that I've uh, made, and it all revolves around you know touchdown passes for 
for Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy and rushing yards. It's just, just from a selfish standpoint, though, because Isaiah Pacheco, the, the Chiefs running back, is from the Atlantic City area. He grew up about, uh, I guess, I want to say 20 miles outside of Atlantic City. So um, I'm, I'm betting like he'll rush forever, you know, 65 yards mm. uh, for the Chiefs on Sunday. But that's just because I'm, uh, sure, hey. I am covered the kids since high school. And I'm a big fan of it. So, that's great. Um, uh, no, yeah. That's great. Uh, you, you mentioned covering the Eagles for so many years. The Eagles mm-hmm. seemed like they were poised for greatness this year. And uh, a lot of folks are really disappointed in how the season turned out for them. What went wrong with the Eagles season this season? That's the million-dollar question, Frank. I mean, uh, you ask 10 people, you're going to get 10 different answers. Even Fletcher Cox was on uh, a radio station today, and even he doesn't know. And if the players don't know and the coaches don't know, then I certainly don't. Um, (laughs) But whatever it was, they better fix it because uh, I don't – that was a a collapse of uh, epic proportions, what they went through. And – I'm, sur- I'm a little surprised that Sirianni kept his job. I mean, I, 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 get, I can understand it. Having taken the team to the Super Bowl last year, that you might want to give him a, a one-year grace period. But he better figure out things and figure them out quick if he wants to stay there. Uh, talking with Dave Weinberg, Dave Weinberg's Extra Points. Dave, uh, one of the things that some people watched the Super Bowl for, especially back in the day, was uh, the commercials. Uh, it seems like a lot of the brands would invest a lot of money into uh, putting out the best possible products, products uh, meaning the commercials that were entertaining and memorable and really looked to make a splash. Have the commercials gone downhill over the years? I feel like almost every year I'm now here hearing people say something to the effect of the commercials used to be so great and now they're not. Where do you come down on that, Dave? Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, I, you know, being um, a big football fan, obviously I've watched it every year and there was a time where, yeah, I was really generally interested in like seeing the, the Clydesdales and, and, you know, what, what sort of, um, what sort of angle the different companies would take, you know, whether it's humorous or touching or what have you, it just doesn't, but it doesn't seem to be the case anymore. They just seem to they pump like you know millions of dollars into it, but it just doesn't grab my interest the way it mm. used to. Yeah, I, I don't think you're alone, and I don't know what changed. Uh, maybe it's the fact that we're being bombarded with commercials all day long in every form of media that uh, that does it. I don't know. Hey, uh, give me a prediction on what Bill Belichick does next. Oh boy, that's going to be tough. I think he goes to the broadcast booth for a year and or two. Um, I, I'm kind of surprised that he has doesn't have an NFL job yet, though, Frank. I mean, given the you know his success and his track record, uh, but it seems like teams are kind of um, looking for a coach that's going to give them five, six years if they can. And you know, Bill being like 72 years old or, or something, maybe they just don't have the confidence or whatever that he's going to you know have the interest or the ability to stay that long. So they kind of they seem to be gravitating gravitating towards. Uh, towards younger guys, but I think eventually after maybe a year or so, there's going to be a team there that wants a, you know, a quick fix, wants to get ready to win now and they'll bring him in, but uh, as of right now, I can't, I don't know which team that's going to be. Handling legal matters is stressful, so let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Frank Bruno, call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com.
FrankBrunoLaw.com. That's FrankBrunoLaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. There are so many people listening that uh, they, they their attitude when it comes to the Super Bowl is I don't even care who's playing. I don't care who wins. My only interest is what numbers I have in the pool. Everybody's in an office <laughs> pool or some sort of a pool. And uh, a lot of years, it seems like the best numbers, the zeros, the threes, the sixes aren't necessarily the winning uh, winning numbers. As far as you're concerned, Dave, what numbers should people be excited about if they have in their football pool <laughs> oh boy well i'm in i'm in two of them so um i you know i you're right there i mean every time you think you're gonna you know you get a seven or you get a three or you get a zero or one like you said you get real excited but then the score you know winds up with one team having eight and the other right. team having four or something like that so it never works out the way you want to why is that? I mean, it seems like it only ha- happens during the Super Bowl. It really does feed into a lot of these conspiracy theories that uh, that it's rigged. I mean, last year I think the winning numbers were it were eight five. Who would have predicted that? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that's true. I guess you have to just hope for, hope for the best. I mean, you never know what numbers you're going to get. You can't really pick them. Usually, exactly. they're just you know done randomly. So right. you just got to uh, hope for it. So I, I don't know. I don't know about conspiracy theory. I don't know if there's someone that says, okay, we got to land this. One team has to score as a score that ends at a five. That that seems a little tough to accomplish. Where are you watching the game? Um, you know what? My my son and uh, daughter-in-law are hosting a party, and uh, I've, I'm going to be going over there probably, you know, some ribs, wings, and a couple beers here and there and just enjoy, enjoy it with uh, family and friends. That sounds great. What's the address, Dave? <laughs> 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 All right. I'll see if I, I'll see if I can save you a spot. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, uh, so is that your your foot, your Super Bowl cuisine of of choice? Is it ribs? That's the, that was my last question. Uh, usually, yeah. I mean, I I tend if I you know if I'm not if I'm not there, obviously I usually hang out here and make some of my own. I have a smoker that I use. It's uh, treated me pretty well, and uh, except for the one time where I wound up in the uh, urgent care with some stitches in my hand. Oh so my! Jeez. <laughs> Uh, maybe what? Maybe I won't uh, crash that party after all. Dave Weinberg, uh, veteran sports columnist and writer. Uh, check him out, Dave Weinberg's Extra Points. Dave, always a treat to uh, to chat with you, to listen to you. It's great to have you on the program. I hope we can do this again. Oh, I'd love to, Frank. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you're welcome to give me a call. Our number is 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead.